with his, they, they've started a, a house of prayer here in Santa Barbara. And he said, well, that's what I'm messaging you about. He said, the people that you met, my community, were the Lord has led us to start a house of prayer and worship here in Paris. And we'd like for you to come. And, wow. and I, 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 and I know that's God. I mean, wow. he's going to raise up this, this house of intercession. And these kids came here to get the impartation. And, and wow. that just blesses me how God is doing that. That is exciting. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this house is a touch point for that. And we just have to believe that these Elishas, we think, oh, they're all coming here. Well, they're coming here to get the impartation, to get the, the to step into the grace of intercession. But then coming back just through my processing about what all happened in Santa Barbara, the Lord really put it on my heart. I mean, these kids, they're, they're so much on fire. And I, ah. I don't know. I, I watched them function. They had 70 kids that came. This is their third night of worship. They had 70 people that showed up. And and I watched that we prayed over them um, before we started and pr- prophesied about what we felt like the Lord wanted to do. And and, and that we started with worship, and Noah led worship with um, this young girl on the keyboards. And... Um, and after about 20, 30 minutes of worship, the Spirit just came, and the Lord began to just speak about how he wanted to minister. I mean, it was like, and and so these young people, I mean, they were like bringing words and saying, look, the Lord wants to deliver from this, or the Lord wants to heal this, or, and, you know, the kids were coming up and getting prayed for, and, I mean, they were functioning. And I had talked to them about, you know, you, so often in the church, I think, we we all love worship. I mean, we we love we love worship. We love praise. We love music. We love we love that, and that 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 taps our emotions and and our passion, and and it's such a beautiful thing. I said, but so often it's like we go into it to have an experience with the Lord, and we get that that feeling, that experience, and then we think it's all for us, and we just stop. Now I'm speaking to the leaders. There's like ten of them. And we just, we stop there and we just, we selfishly just receive. I said, but that's the moment when God wants you to transact business for him. And that's where, you know, that prophetic gift needs to kick in to say, the Lord wants to do this. He wants to impart this. He wants to extend this measure of healing or whatever. And man, they, they did it. But still, they, they're young and they don't know what they're doing. Just like we didn't know what we were doing in the very beginning and so they need back to my point when i was flying back i felt like the lord really wanted me to schedule um a time to go out there and spend a day or two with them with the leaders and teach them about intercession just about about scripturally and and just just intercession because the lord has they've been on the floor they've where they couldn't get up, you know, that the spirit is moving on them. But I don't know if they've ever actually been taught about intercession. And so I think that's really important, but we'll see what happens. That is terrific. So That's really exciting. Mm-hmm. It I, is. I'm so grateful for that on both of those accounts because that's what God said he was going to do. If you think about it, he he started telling you about that and then there were the words about the Elishas and 
then all of a sudden this thing started mushrooming, not just with the kids, but with others. And just that in itself is when God says something, I mean when God says something, not when you say something and say it's God. When God says something, it's going to happen. And you need to really invest yourself into it. Which is, you know, I was I was praying about that recently because, you know, on Sunday we talked, I talked about um, when Jesus said it was about the dunamis and with God nothing is impossible. And you say to this mountain and don't doubt in your heart. Well, the heart is where you process. It's kind of like the command center of how you processed your your emotions and your thinking and your spirit. And it's really the election, who's in control. And doubt there, we have to, sometimes the enemy says, well, you know, if doubt is just any kind of feeling you have that, I hope this works. And that's not what the word is. It is diacrino. And so when, when we hear from God and we speak to the mountain of opposition to remove, it's not about what your emotion may be screaming or what, you know, you may be thinking, oh, you know, I don't know how God's going to do this. It's do you really believe the judging of this, of what God said? Are you committed to it? Do you really, have you really put yourself on the front line of it? Are you, are you really sold into this or is this just something you're trying and, you know, we're supposed to do that. We're supposed to diacrino prophecy. We're supposed to judge prophecy. And as we said, that is to line it all out and say, this is what God's saying. So the doubt really doesn't have anything to do with the haywire thought that could come or, you know, and some people get so anal about that that they, that they then lose their, their faith because they don't understand what doubt is. And for us... We're committed. For us, we we know what God has said. Yeah, do we have feelings sometimes that think, you know, man, this is... We all have those. That it's, it's no sin to have to deal with, you know, Paul said, you bring every thought that's in disobedience and you submit it to the obedience of Christ so that that thing might be revenged. So it's there's no there's no wrong in hopefully you can become so committed that those thoughts just bounce off but the issue is that you are you don't come up to the mountain and then you're trying to process okay do I really believe this you know is this really yeah. what it is and that's what doubt is so I'm grateful I'm very grateful for what you're saying because it's exciting and it's the work of the Lord and I'm just thrilled that God put you in that position and you're the only one that could be put in that position I mean I couldn't be put in that position in the in the intro and with the connection with Noah and the ability to move with these young women and you know that's a that's kind of a a gateway not to use a term from a movement but but that's really an opening and so I'm really proud of the way God's put you there and what, what he's doing. And for John Mark, I mean, you're the one that has contact with most of these people. 
And I, I'm grateful that you do that, too, because it's a prophetic thing, and it taps into your your gifting. And plus, from what we've discussed, I don't need to be put in that position. I don't know how many times you've said, you know, Pastor, once once that door is open, you can't close it. You know? And so... And it's not that it's not that I don't want to do it. It's that it's not God's plan. But you have that access. So I'm really thankful for that. And, now, you know, I need to declare this because in this year of wisdom, you go out into a demonic zone that is specifically against wisdom. Prince of the Power of the Year is specifically against that. I think that's why... I, I, I yeah, not a minute interrupt. No, that that was it's interesting. Yeah, one of the things that I that I that I'm noticing is happening is you know, we, we we've we're saints and we've learned about about being sanctified and we we we've been through that journey with the Lord and that will continue. It's a cycle for the rest of our time here of of staying in that place of sanctification and the purification and the dying to the self and all that. And and it's just interesting because um I'm noticing I, I I'm noticing and this is just not what in San, Santa Barbara. I've noticed this in other pockets of of millennial where the Lord is moving. And these kids are so desperate for sanctification. They're so desperate for to overcome the things that that they have um, struggled with. That they are like coming into the light in ways that I, I've not seen, in ways that make them so vulnerable before their peers that. But in that that measure of vulnerability and transparency that says, look, I've been struggling with this since I was 16 years old. And now is the time the Lord has delivered me from it. And and it it happened like several times on Saturday night where they just came out with it. They just stepped right into the light and said, I'm dealing with this, this sin, this. And I'm talking some pretty hard stuff. But but 2020, the Lord says, I am free from this. And that is... That is that is stepping into the light, and 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 I I could just see in the spirit as this was happening. First of all, I could see their 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 their, their the freedom in it for them. And these were the leaders. I mean, these are the anointed ones that were called to minister that night. But I could see the the authority that came on them to to release it. You know, whether it be alcoholism or pornography or um, whatever. It, you know, we've been dealing with with some young people that have been struggling with certain, you know, sexual identity and things like that. And I see the enemy strategy coming against this, this generation in these sins that really have been hidden and suppressed in the church all these years. And they're coming into the light. And, and, and... It's so exciting to me to see that happen because that is being a testimony. That is being a witness. That is overcoming and gaining the power and the authority to drive that thing out. And and it's uncomfortable. 
But at the same time, it's so beautiful yeah. because we're all human and we all deal with stuff. And, and, and when they see their peer, you know, their leader up there, you know, owning it and saying, it stopped here. I am free and God wants you to be free. It's, it's very powerful. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's really encouraging. Well, see, that, that goes totally against the mindset that's being prevailed upon many church movements to where it's not confessing your faults one to another that you may be healed. It's confessing your preferences so that you may be accepted. There's a big difference between those two. There's a big difference between a sinner coming into the church with a repentant heart and a sinner coming into the church and just wanting to abide and be accepted. Yeah. And that's the whole progressive Christianity movement. And even what you said about, you know, the kids being in worship and then hearing from God so that, you know, you know you've pursued the kingdom and now he's adding what's needed. That's revolutionary mm-hmm. out there because, and even recognizing that you're here for a purpose and this is what's going to be necessary for you to have dominion in the Lord. I mean, that's a process. It doesn't just happen because you read it in the scripture. These are all wonderful things. and But too, I think that, and this is where we come in in, in, in such a crucial way is they're gleaning these things prophetically and and their faith is so strong and so amazing but they may not have the the biblical foundation and 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 so you know we we both know how important that is i mean they're in the word and they're constantly in the word i mean uh, i don't know i mean noah's got his bible with him everywhere he goes and he's flipping and he's looking and and so, I don't know. It's just we just are gonna have we're gonna have to have wisdom to know how to cultivate and and um, oversee and shepherd. I guess I should say mm-hmm. them in in the way that they need without taking over. And <laughs> and see again, that's where you play a, a big role because you can offer that from a relational standpoint and of course you know we're working closely together and you're working closely together with other network leaders so um, it's just finding this kind of thing who has the inroad that God's provided and then everybody in humility and in love support that inroad and um, I'm grateful for that me too. Very much so. Me too, because I, I, I it this these kinds of things are going to happen all over in these pockets of places. These doors that God is opening. I mean, I see this happening in Brazil, where these young people, they, they're coming into their identity and to their function, their calling, and um, they they need a touch point. They need encouragement. They need to be strengthened and um, we all play I mean we all need to be praying for them because this this is a gen- I believe and I've prophesied this over them I believe this is a generation that is going to welcome the coming of the Lord 
And that's huge. I mean, that's for 2,000 years we've been waiting for that. And I, I really believe, and we're going to be a part of it. We're, I mean, I, I well, wholeheartedly the, yeah. believe. It's the Elijah-Elisha connect. Yeah. So there's that duality, which God said how many years ago, I am going to restore that because the enemies attacked that all the time. You know, take Moses out, make Joshua go out there in the promised land by himself, make Saul and David have problems, make Elijah and Elisha have difficulties. You know, that that is what God really wants. And and that's why, you know, Elijah's coming in in Malachi mm-hmm. and he's going to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers. And that has to be so. That's great. Praise God. Yeah. Um, so I, I, it's no surprise to me that the enemy tried to disrupt things yesterday. Because going in was just like a breeze. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, you know, that's a strategy. If you're going to try to ambush, you don't, you don't hinder people on the way into the, into the bottleneck that you feel you've got them in. And I kept thinking, I mentioned this, I kept thinking, you know, how how would Pastor be re- reacting to this? Because I'm so used to traveling with you. <laughs> yeah, maybe you don't need to say how you think I would be reacting. No, no, no. I mean, all I all I could hold on to was this, this must be, this is going to be just an extraordinary apostolic year for us. Yeah. Because the patience is, re- I mean, I felt more that God was looking at my reaction there was one girl that got arrested on the plane because she was out of control back, you know, um, yelling at the the at it's the staff. Crew. Yes. Wow. Well, yeah. you, well, you know, it's funny because God targeted that area so much. And over the years, I don't mean to belabor this, but, you know, we've been praying about that area. I mean, so many times I would purposely go through Los Angeles just to to show and to pray on the way somewhere else. I would go to Los Angeles and then hook back to go into Tucson just so that I could go and pray. And then going every year to San Francisco to walk the streets and pray and see what I was seeing. And God finally said, okay, don't, don't do that anymore until I say to do it. And and I know you've prayed, especially since, you know, you would go out there. And the point is, is that God has been meticulously putting in motion what he needed for what's coming. And I'm sure there are many, many other people who've done things that have, that we don't know and we don't need to know. But um, that's very, that's a wonderful thing. So we uh, we want to thank all of you for praying um, this past first Saturday, and um, we're we're very excited about God releasing His grace cures and His dunamis and that combination. And um, you know, here here's another factor with the Prince of the Power of the Air. And we're not glorifying him. We're just talking strategy here. We know that the enemy wants to eliminate grace and wisdom. He wants everything to be, we've discerned 
prophetically, and now we're ticked off. So we want to we want to have rebellion. We want to go right to judgment, and the same thing to turn judgment to wormwood. And the enemy has fought against grace and wisdom. And so, for the prince of the power of the air to work, people can't be moving in grace, and they can't be hearing from God. They just need to be duped and embrace with with fervency, the children of disobedience. And so, for these past couple of years, God has been, this is our third time through this rotation, and God has been really affirming grace with prosuke and tepila and what it is to offer supplication and then to glean from God. And now wisdom and the development of wisdom to, to know God, to be trained as a son and then to move in his mysteries, that trifecta of, of the development of the spirit of wisdom. And um, God has been girding us as saints up and then he said that the first time we've ever had a seminar called Wisdom is this March. And that's absolutely, in this election year, declaring what God wants in the face of this major demonic thrust into our nation that wants the children of disobedience to rise up and to move in impetuously bypassing grace and wisdom. So this is a very strategic thing of the Father. And in June, we'll be going into West Virginia and Ohio, and we're going to be dealing a prophetic release into that crucial area of our country, spiritually, a forgotten area, but an area where we have generational roots and the calling of the Lord this is interesting. Mm -hmm. You see the strategy of the Lord. And so we know these things and we're convinced of these things. This isn't just some seminar we heard. Hey, hey, have you heard this? Oh, yeah, let's get up there and argue and declare. No, this is, this is ingrained. So we don't doubt. There is no diacrino about this. Nothing, there's no fiber in my being that says, hey, maybe this isn't right. It's never felt more real than ever. I mean, it's always been real, but it's it, it's it's almost like tangibly real. Yeah. It's like the realm has and we've talked about this. It's like the lines are thinning and the the it, it's just so real. Yeah. It's more real than anything and 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 I love that because well, it just goes into what you're saying about the doubt. There is no doubt. And I, I see that just in what's happening in our country. I mean, the things that are happening in our country and, and with, you know, this whole impeachment process. I mean, I, I was with my dad in the hospital last week for four days or five days or whatever. And my parents heard that generation that they have the TV on a lot. And that impeachment hearing was on. And after about two days of it, I finally had to say, I this is like false Raymond to me. I can't or evil rhema mm -hmm. i cannot live i cannot sit in here any longer and um they were gracious enough to turn on ice skating then but um but then just the way that the lord is just playing it out or allowing it to play out you see his hand in it 
Yeah, yeah, and you see the operation of the Prince of the Power of the Air. Something good can happen, which is uncontestably good, and there will be another voice that absolutely, even though it's obvious that it's happened, will discredit it and say something entirely different. And there's a big group of people who say, yes, this is true, and you think, how can that be? Like, I I saw a headline today that... um, Adam Schiff got up and said, if this impeachment doesn't go through, what's going to prohibit the president from selling Alaska to the Russians in three months so that they will help him with the election? And there were people who bought into this. And I thought that is one of the most ridiculous things anybody has ever said. You know, we bought Alaska, Seward's Folly, they called it, for 20 million bucks. That was one of the greatest, besides the Louisiana Purchase, one of the greatest property deals ever. So we're going to sell that to the Russians. Now, So again, I'm not taking a political side. I'm just saying, look at this one slice Mm -hmm. and see how the Prince of the Power of the Air uses that. And there are people that will be up on podcast today saying that is true. It's crazy. So anyway... I will st- go ahead. No, no, no. I, I, it's just interesting his strategy and how. I mean, we know that that the Lord is is all powerful and sovereign, and His will is going to be done. And that's what I was trying to say is, you see, there there's just a a measure of confidence that what God has said will be. Yeah. And and what God has put in place will be. And 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 no matter all this other stuff that they're saying and all the accusations and it just floors me how they just ruffle all this stuff all around. But God's word will it it will not return board. It will stand. And and I'm just so thankful. It just feels really tangible right now. Yeah. So I want to say one more thing about what you were saying earlier. I really do believe that when we go back into Brazil in October you need to put together a team of young people who can go down there and as part of what we're doing at our seminar or at that gathering of all the pastors have some specific meetings for the young people there and so we'll pray about that but i felt that very strongly when you were you were talking and you know we're going to have a number of young people here in march mm-hmm. from various nations we're planning to have a water baptismal service, so you may want to get ready for that. Um, we, um, we're going to see God do some incredible things, some strategic prayer times. You know, we, I felt that we need to have a, a, a major pursuit probably on Saturday morning where we go to the Temple of the Tabernacle as part of a worship exchange and hear from God and commit ourselves to the nations, not to go up there necessarily to glean, even though we will, but to present ourselves as an army mm-hmm. in a Barack fashion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but there are going to be a number of other things that we do. We're glad to have Luciano and Anna from from uh, Brazil here um, and lots of other good things. I mean, it, it, it it's going to be a mobilization of wisdom in a way that we've not experienced here but it's not because we finally got serious it's god's timing you can't force something 
You can't stir something up if God's not ready for it. That's kind of opening the oven and taking the cake out before it's ready. Um, so if you've not made plans to be here in March, you need to, you need to get with it. Um, let's see. Something else I was going to say. Uh, it'll come to me. What do you? What else do you feel? Ah. Anything? <clears throat> no, I don't know. This afternoon, Yawali and I are supposed to be doing the first message of the week for Brazil. Now, I say supposed to because we're going to be here. There, he and Scott were trying to connect. They're going to call this Principio, which is the principal things, which I think is pretty good. I said, look, get something that will work for the Brazilians, a name that they would like. So we're, uh, this is TMI. But he and Scott were working this weekend to try to do a combined thing when we broadcast off here, also just automatically onto the Facebook thing. The Brazilian government or the Brazilian Facebook group had not approved it so it didn't work <laughs> so uh -huh. they were supposed to be working on that so i don't know how this is going to happen but at some point this afternoon right here on this very station right here on saints radio uh we're going to be floating out um the brazilian message so you'll be skyping with yoali yeah up here uh-huh and then so what so you'll be sky you'll be skyping here so We'll be Skyping here, and again, I don't know if they've got this figured out, but at the same time, we're simulcasting like we do on Wednesday night and Sunday. Well, I saw on the Facebook page, the Saints Network Facebook page, there was three or four, I guess, test runs maybe yesterday yeah. that were posted. Yeah, were and right. I kept trying, I was at the airport just waiting, and I kept trying to listen because I thought, well, maybe he went ahead and, and did it yesterday. Um, but I would hit that. I would hit it, and I couldn't hear anything. No, he and Yawali were working on that, and I, I told him, I said, I don't want this to be like what usually happens here, where we don't just wait till we're doing something to make sure everything's working. I said, make sure that this is tried and true. So I don't know if that's been worked yet or not, but at least. Do, do we, but we don't know what time. Well, I'm supposed to meet with him in. Um, 40 minutes. Oh, okay. So right after this broadcast. Well, 30 minutes after this ends. But I'm not sure that we're, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. If we're mucking around trying to figure out if we can simulcast, it may not go right then. But eventually you'll but have a set time. this afternoon. Yeah. Eventually you'll have a set time. Yeah, I'm thinking that one way or another it's going to go at probably one o'clock on Tuesday. Tuesday. But we'll see. So be in prayer for us because it's not, it's not easy, but it's doable. Let's think. What else? That's exciting. That's, that's, that's really exciting. Yeah. Um, I pray that, you know, those of you who were part of the, the, the release from, first Saturday and then Sunday's message, I pray that whatever God released to you in the way of freedom, that there is actually a cure that pro 
propels you into the step of grace that God has prepared for you and that you are moving in his insights and that dunamis function and the power of what God's commanded you to do will actually be uh, a very real part of your life. Amen. I know I've been processing. You know, Sunday, it didn't end for me. Yesterday was a battle on that end. You know, as far as, you know, the grace cure and the dunamis, because we've, we've got to have that. We're talking about breakthroughs in, in the apostolic, and we know that the, the evangelistic has that. And really, euangelion, euangelistis, which is God giving us a word and a mission that's as powerful or more because we're sons than when he sends an angel. Because that's the word that's used according to his purpose. And um, so that's the evangelistic gift. So that would stand to reason that, you know, he always has an intercessor that goes before, you know, and he always has um, proclamation, praise, praise waits. It's, it's shooting into the darkness. And so if we are, as we are going apostolically, we need that measure of the proclamation of God has given a resolution in grace and God has given his insights in wisdom. And this is, we're going to declare his dunamis. And that dunamis, we say to the mountain, that's opposing what God wants to do. So we need that efficacy. We, we need that. And that's why in grace, he gives the, the temple of the judgment, and he gives in the New Testament, prosuke. And, um, you know, I was, I'm writing about this right now. When I get home tonight, I'll spend a few hours writing. But that's really summed up in, in Revelation 12 where it says the accuser of the brethren who is continually saying why we can't do what God's doing and why we don't qualify and why, you know, it's not going to work. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, which is the empowerment of the sprinkling of the blood in our adoption as sons, and by the logos that they have died to. That's our mission. That's our saint's mission. That's the groundwork. It's, it's undeniable. We're not just dying to something. We're dying to the Logos, the eternal plan. And we know, there's no doubt, that this saint's movement is ordained for the end time. So that's from the foundation of the world, and that's the Logos, and that's what we've martyred our stuff, self to. And that's, that's, the, that's the spirit of prophecy. That's how you prophesy. That's how we declare and so the blood of Jesus that forgave our sins, cleansed us, and brought us into right relationship and, and being adopted into the family of God and the sprinkling of the blood, that's there. And what God has committed to us in his logos, that eternal sliver of, of his, his full will, um, we, we have that and we've died to it. That's how we overcome the enemy. So with that, if we're committed to that, we're partnering with God in grace. And God's saying, you declare this. That's what he said at the temple. Solomon asked for wisdom. 
And the whole discussion when he was standing there before God at the temple was, you offer supplication. You offer this. You hear from me. You declare. You send tabernacles out. This has always been God's plan. So that's how we overcome the enemy. It's not seeing what's working over here and then deconstructing and morphing yourself into some other thing. We're sold. Mm -hmm. We're bought with a price. Mm -hmm. And that's how we overcome the enemy. We love not our life to the death. So that's you, saints. Amen. And so that's why we offer supplication in that temple. Supplication and wisdom is what the groundwork was, which is why Solomon, and he asked for knowing God, Mada, and um, the wisdom of knowing God, wisdom and understanding, wisdom and knowing God. God rejoiced because that's what he had to have for the temple. And then with that, God gave it to him in abundance and he enlarged his heart to receive it. And then they talked about grace and how to get words. That's the temple. So that's what you've been called to do. That's so good. We have five minutes left. What say ye? You getting amens well, from the <laughs> from the gallery? Well, I, I, you know, I prayed with you guys from California, and and I shared my what the Lord began to speak to me about the cross and it being wisdom, and and so as you speak, I think just as that played out in my spirit and my understanding that being crucified with Him yeah. is wisdom. I mean, it is wisdom and it is dunamis. It is power. And and I'm wondering in Scripture when it talks about the, the, the power of the resurrection, is that dunamis? Or is that... The power? Of the resurrection. Oh, well, let me look. You keep talking about it. But you think about that. Yeah, I sure. mean, as we... We don't, we don't want to just go off of what we think. As we are crucified with him, according to what you just said, then we take up our cross... And we go forth throughout the earth and partner with him in taking owner, taking back ownership and establishing tabernacles. And the Bible very clearly says that this is the wisdom of God and this is the dunamis of God. And it, it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's prophecy. It's dying to yourself. It's being crucified with him and, and, and being that vessel that, that goes forth, but I'm wondering about the resurrection power. I probably well, should have brought the power that up. of the resurrection is dunamis, but here's a great verse. Here's that yes. Listen to this. Um well this is one that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. That's dunamis. But for all of you saints out there, um Romans one Concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who was made of the seed of David, according to the flesh and declared to be the son of God with dunamis, according to the spirit of holiness. Mm. That's the saints mm -hmm. by the resurrection from the dead. Mm. Isn't that wonderful? That's so good. <laughs> and that, of course, is anastasis, which means through the etymological tree that you are establishing what God wanted through his systeme. And which links up with the, 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 the cross. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, that's great. <laughs>
So, um, any other, anything that's come in well, before we shut her down? We have a few amens from, from Pastor Vicki Sparrow and from Annette. And, and then Olivia saying, did you finally make it home? Oh, boy. <laughs> that's all I got. Thank you, girls, women, powerful women of God. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining with us from week to week. It's yes. um, it's such a blessing, and just knowing that you're there. Last week you showed you sent me a picture. I think Annette might have sent me a picture of of um, Anya, and they were looking at the screen, the Saints Radio, oh. and it it really blessed me. We love you guys so much. Yeah, those of you who can hear us live, and those of you who hear us on. Uh, archive we uh, we bless you and um, it's a, it's a privilege to be able to to partner to partner with you because um, we need to stand as righteous armor beside each other you know I, I I'm just gonna say this in closing I I love the whole principle of dunamis and and I know that we've never we we've always sought just relationship and and knowing God and His ways, and 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 always tried to be like Moses that sought the heart of God rather than the things that He could do for them. But we also recognize that we need His power, and and the way that He's highlighting the dunamis, and and how that relates to function and the importance of. Power is not just to come and and ignite something or resolve something or bring a cure to something. It's to bring something into function so that it can function as a son, so that it can function before the throne. And I love that. I mean, God never just heals just to heal. He heals to bring them into a place of 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 function and um, yeah. and purpose. And so... So you think about the progression in the hierarchy. The throne declares it. What needs to happen on a continental and uh, spirit realm, continental perspective. And um, then we receive the exousia, the authority to represent it. And dunamis comes only after that. Yeah. So we're partnering with a throne for these different dimensions in the spirit realm and these continents and nations. He's given us authority with that, and dunamis comes then. And then the end result is the greater work, greater, you'll do greater things. The megas? The megas, yeah. the spread. That's so good. Okay, we're, we're done. Robin's on the scene, and so we're going to bob, bob, bob out of here. Thank you, Monica, for making the uh, sacrifice to be here. My, my, it's my blessing. And um, God bless you all, and we will talk to you tomorrow night on Wednesday Night Live. <laughs>